Hey, welcome to Suicide Buddies. Before we get started with this episode, just want to say real quick, we joke around about suicide a lot on this show, and the reason we do that is because we're comfortable with it because we've thought about it a lot, not because it's something that we actually take lightly. We want you to take care of yourselves and stay with us here on Earth. So if you are feeling depressed and contemplating suicide or close to suicide, please, please call 1-800-273-TALK. They're amazing. They will talk you through it. Seven days a week, 24 hours a day, they're there. Please, you have other options. You are loved, I promise you. Now, on with the show. I'm fun. Is uh, threatening crowds with your muscles. Yeah, dude. That's why I'm not funny. I'm not threatening enough. <laughs> yeah, I like to do push-ups on stage. I like to be Chris D'Elia on stage. <laughs> I like to... I am Chris D'Elia, and that's why I crush. I love to crush. That's my favorite thing. <laughs> you guys ever crush? Hey, I'm Dave. Hi, I'm Hampton. And you're listening to Suicide Buddies. The podcast about suicide in history and in Hampton and Dave's brain where we joke about suicide because That's we've right. been there. <laughs> been bare. Hey, thank you so much for listening uh, and, you know, reviewing us on iTunes and subscribing. Please continue to rate us five stars and give us good reviews on iTunes. It helps. You know what? Unsubscribe from us, then resubscribe. It just fucks up the algorithm, makes us look great. Yeah, man. Fucking... Dude, if everybody cr- smash the system, <laughs> smash the system, blow up Apple. I would. Uh, <laughs> you ever smash an apple? Sm- <laughs> Is this like the the intro to Smashing Pumpkins? They just like, okay, so you think you could be a bassist? You ever smash an apple? <laughs> what about a potato? Uh, maybe a pumpkin. pumpkin. Whoa, 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 whoa! You're in. <laughs> Today is the greatest. That's how Billy Corgan sounds. Yeah, he's good. I Today hear you. Today is better. Yeah, that's good. That's a good voice. <laughs> the world is a vampire. <laughs> uh, that's funny. <laughs> I think it's... That's what his guitar sounds like. <laughs> his, his guitar sounds like somebody imitating yeah. someone singing. Yeah, yeah. All right, ladies it's and a, gentlemen, you're gonna like this next lick. Me, 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 me. He's the best guitarist I've ever heard, and I've heard nothing. It's just a really weird pedal. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it makes your guitar sound like Woody Allen's talking it. That's smashing the system, folks, and the pumpkins. One time I saw a band had this uh, like gimmick where they recorded a track, I think that was just dead air, and then they asked all their fans to just stream it on loop. On, a, on Spotify, right? On Spotify. Yeah. And then they were like, if like 15,000 of our fans do this, we'll have enough money to go like on our first leg of our tour. Like It was just like, 
Wow. Okay. That's one way. Or you could beg for money. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's more embarrassing. Yeah, you could like rob a bank. If you're, really <laughs> you're like, our real songs aren't good enough to be streamed on loops. So <laughs> yeah. Check out this fake track so we can scan the system. Okay, if every child in this elementary school gets their parents to give us five cents, then I can finally buy a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, we are trying to raise money for a shirt, so Dave and I do have a Patreon which is basically what we're mocking here. Yeah. It's like, if we get... That's we, true. Dave, if I can get 300 people <laughs> to give me five bucks a month, do you have any idea how many millions of dollars that is? <laughs> if we can trick people who are suicidal into giving us money... <laughs> and we just put up an empty that episode was our- <laughs> with no audio? <laughs> yeah. Now loop it. Oh, I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Best podcast. No, but uh, we love you. Actually, what would be awesome, yeah, is we do the whole intro where, like, please don't kill yourselves. We love you. And then it's dead air. Then it goes to, look, <laughs> do you need jeans or whatever our yeah. ad is? And then jeans. It's dead air again. Jeans.jeans. www.jeans.jeans. By the way, our uh, theme song is by Coco Hames. Mm-hmm. Shout and, out. Uh, shout out to Coco Hames. <laughs> it's on her self-titled album. It's called I Don't Want to Go. Yeah, it's a great album, like, all together. And you can see I Don't Want to Go, Suicide, you know? Oh. We want you to stay. Whoa, Dave, was stay that here. planned? Stay alive. Did we plan that? No, it was an accident, and later we realized it. <laughs> <laughs> what if we yeah. didn't think about it, and we just got this theme song, and it was called, like, Please Die? <laughs> <laughs> We tried to get the rights to please diarrhea, but they only give us the rights to please die. Please diarrhea is our band. That's a great please diarrhea. (laughs) Oh, man. So we're recording at Hampton's house this week. And man, every fucking time Aristotle and I talk about it, especially every time. I don't know. I guess the person that owns this lives on your corner yeah. because right when you pull into Hampton's neighborhood every time there is a pink van giant van van giant pink van that in big pink bubble letters across the back says topless topless maids <laughs> it's like what topless maids Topli- topless maids yeah they have top, no heads top, top, topless 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 maids headless maids headless maids <laughs> i know it's no like, i love it it's just it, and it's all the all, all like the different um like, uh, what do you call it? Uh, I'm having a brain fart. But like all the different types of things you can rent. So like they'll be like dirty talk. Or oh like, my God, really? Full cleaning. Hand job. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny yeah. to me that it, that's happening in 2018. Not because it's topless mate. Not because of the topless part. Because it's like, we're in LA. I, why aren't we seeing like topless plumbers? You know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, there's a lot of shit backed up in your toilet and yeah. he starts taking his tits out. <laughs> Topless DMV. Show me some bottomless maids. Topless mayor. Actually, Topless. Top to topless mayor. I like the idea of like, it, it's almost like bottomless mimosas. It's yeah. like bottomless maids. There's no ending to the amount of pussy you're going to get. <laughs> well, the funny thing is uh, they have a new uh, sign on top of the van. This is the best time you could ever brought this up. They're now hiring. Oh. So every time I drive past with Georgia, I'm always just like, hey, <laughs> oh, no. hey, no. <laughs> hey, we need money. <laughs> Rent's expensive here. 
I just believe in your cleaning abilities. <laughs> yeah. You know how you've always wanted to clean? <laughs> so, wouldn't it be great? Follow like, your dreams. <laughs> yeah, the toughest man shows up. And uh, he's just like, okay, sorry, this place is just a wreck. And he's like pointing to his dick. He's like, this, <laughs> this is just out of control here. <laughs> it's dirty. That's why we should start bottomless maids, where it's men not wearing pants. <laughs> They're just Donald ducking it around yeah, yeah, town. Wow. Seems like your floor needs to be cleaned. I guess I'll just bend over. Yeah, if I came into my house and there's a bottomless man cleaning it, I'm, I'm setting the house on fire. And Hinted then my yunt, eyeballs. The bottomless man. <laughs> I know. We've, we've I'm so much man. So much. Yeah. Dude, topless man. Uh, you know, the thing is, uh, it's just prostitution. Is it? It's a front. They don't. They don't do fucking maid service. Like, what a weird fetish. What an oddly specific fetish that would be to have like five vans around town that advertise this thing. It's true. I mean, honestly, like, I don't. It doesn't really bother me as a service, except to think about the people that hire them. Oh yeah, it's that's just like a guy sitting in his chair, shit. like clean my house. <laughs> <laughs> Clean my fucking house. Yeah, I love the guy who's never seen the internet and is like, well, I wonder what tits look like. Jesus Christ, it's going to be amazing. It's like people are just like, all right, my house is dirty and I want to jerk off. (laughs) There is cum everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. He just gets mad at her. Look, you made more cum. Yeah. (laughs) I love, are you an ugly hoarder? Well... (laughs) You, oh, I know. You could need. You could use topless situation for women to have to get into. They have to bring security along with the topless maids. Right? Topless security. I actually think how <laughs> a lot of that probably works is just like standard prostitution, where you'd have to go to like their location, right? Stuff like that. Wow. I, I imagine. I don't know. It's a pretty dangerous profession. So I mean, well, you it wouldn't be you go to their location because topless maids have to clean your house. <laughs> Unless it's like topless maids who yes. just clean but, some room, but and my you get point to is, I come. think it's just all a front. Yeah, right. Like I think it's like whoever would be interested to order a topless maid could probably be upsold on prostitute pretty quick. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> hey, get this: instead of the dirt getting cleaned up in your house, you get to ejaculate. <laughs> huh, mm, huh? I don't know. Mm. My microwave's dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Could you clean it with your tits? <laughs> I got a boner and I never clean my fridge. God. Topless maids. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty lame neighborhood in some aspects. I also I really love imagining the other topless uh, professions. That's like maybe topless, topless president. <laughs> yeah, totally. Exactly. Can I get me a topless president? Topless furniture store. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, we man. know your couch is dirty <laughs> Topless soldier of fortune Do you need a new couch to fuck? <laughs> I assassinate people around the globe And I do not wear a top Oh man, topless vet <laughs> uh, Is your cat fucked up? And you're horny? <laughs> oh, that kind of vet Yeah, yeah Oh, no, no I yes. always think veteran Topless veteran yeah. <laughs> there are definitely topless veterans. Yeah, I'm a vet. You just say That's it like why that. I don't have any- <laughs> <laughs> You go to like some sort of like PTSD meetup group and you're just like, sup, I'm a vet. <laughs> Been a vet for a long time. Yeah, I'm a vet. Uh, I've had to put down a lot of uh, horses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. 
And then they're like, boo. Dude, my stolen valor. Get the fuck out of here. My vet that I take my cat to is so is such an oversharer. It's mm-hmm. so weird. Like every I just had to take her in and every time he calls me and it's always so crazy. He's like, Yes, yeah, so uh her scans were uh pretty crazy. And I'm like, All right. And uh He's like, yeah, her uh, glucose, wow, way too high. But her, uh, and I don't even know, like, wow, to, way too high. To, I don't know what. You're and then he tells me all these levels and all her b- blood work, and he's like saying, like, that could be a little scary, but you know, also could be normal. And then the okay. end of it, he's just like, so yeah, just keep doing what you're doing, and uh, maybe feed a, feed her a little less. And I'm like, great, maybe just tell me that fucking part, dude. <laughs> just lead with that. Also, I've been taking the cat there for over 10 years, and she's a woman, uh, a female, and he always calls her a man. And I'm like, so dude, you this don't dude's know- dick is so tiny. Yeah. You should be embarrassed for your but dude cat. Her levels are high. Uh, he just can't be convinced that women <laughs> cats exist. He's like, that t- that dick is so tiny, it's, in- it's an innie. Weird. All cats have dicks. I th- I literally think it's because her name is Doctor Funk, and he, right. no, they cannot process at that vet that, that uh, women are doctors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you see? I can't operate him because he is my son, and I am a woman. Yeah. Do you ever remember that riddle when you were growing up? No. That was like early on, like how you trick people into be like, "Haha, you patriarchy, like you're an idiot," because you'd be like, "I think the riddle was like, you know, a doctor is." Like I can't operate on this child or my son is like, oh, uh, I know like, this riddle. Yeah, it's like really dumb. And then it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's her. Yeah. And then the reality <laughs> is that God is dead and a woman. <laughs> God's a dead woman. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes uh, on you. I suppose technically God is dead if he's in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God's like, whoa, how'd I get up here? Whoa, dude, I must have died. <laughs> Why are you all in my house? Uh, hey, I'm on tour right now. Wait, what? <laughs> but how am I here? How, am I how here are you here talking tour? to me, Dave? What? Are you Skyping? This episode uh, was released on April 12th, 2018, in the year of our Lord. Recorded 2001, our September 11th. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Top of the towers. The day, September 11th, 2001, <laughs> the day marked by the release of P.O.D.'s fourth album, Satellite. <laughs> You're never going to let that go. I love it so much. Oh, man, that'd be we so all, funny if that's all. how you always referred to as September 11th. You're like, oh, yeah, and then there was like this... Yeah, and then the there news, was this but, building thing. Yeah, anyway. So you're on the road right now? You're road Yeah, dogging? dude. Tonight, April 12, 2018, I'm at Motor Pub in Cincinnati, Ohio. Nice. And I'm so excited because it's like, it's this, that's the night of the, one of the nights of the tour I'm like insanely excited for because uh, my buddy Carl Spaeth, who's a really funny comic in Cincinnati, puts these shows together in the basement of Motor Pub and it's just like bombed out basement. They pack people into it. It's great. And then across the street is this venue um, called Woodward and the same night as my show, but like three hours later, the Mountain Goats are playing. So oh, we're nice. doing the show and then we're going to all go get drunk and watch the Mountain Goats. I can't wait. That's great. Yeah. My father yelled at me uh, yeah. and now I'm sad. Yeah, totally. <laughs> he's like, he's like depressed weird Al. It's pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but that make insane. I am gonna make voices. it through this year if it kills me. Just sing through your <laughs> nose. That's what you do. <laughs> totally. Your nose is your lungs. Have no one head. else in your band. Get a bad guitar. 
Uh, <laughs> Put your lungs in your nasal cavity and sing through that. Write stories about quote unquote other people. <laughs> yeah, uh, they're great. Though. I love them they so are much. Amazing. They're the best. Uh, you gonna get some chili? Uh, yeah, hell yeah, dude. Cincinnati skyline, <laughs> skyline chili. Yeah, we do it a little bit different here. And then uh, put noodles on it. Friday the thirteenth of April. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I'm in Pittsburgh at the Burning Bridges Festival, and then I like make don't. My... Yeah. <laughs> There could be spiders. Don't burn them. <laughs> Don't burn those. Bri- yeah. I'm just scared of that. Day, so. <laughs> the whole audience of my show is skeletons. Oh, yeah. Let's get out of here. And they all boo. <laughs> Aristotle, do not dignify that. <laughs> do not dignify that. Yeah, you could, that, you could hear Aristotle laugh simply because of how upset Hampton was. <laughs> Uh, and then I make my way to New York, and then Chris Charpentier joins me, and we're in the South for a while, so come out to some shows. Da- all the oh, info, right. DaveToTheRoss.com. Please, please stop screaming. Come out to some shows. <laughs> Dave to the Ross. Topless comedians. <laughs> <laughs> Which shows are you doing topless? <laughs> it's funny you should say that, because while I'm at Burning Bridges Festival, I'm doing the underwear comedy party before my headlining show. Okay, that sounds horrible. Horrible. Totally, especially since I look bad naked. (laughs) Uh, My chest looks like mashed potatoes. Mm -hmm. Uh, What is that? Uh, This comic, Joe Pettis, runs the show where everyone does sets in there. Yeah, Joe Kid Fucker. Joe Kidfucker. <laughs> Hi, what's up? My name's Joe Kidfucker. I'm new to the neighborhood. I'm I, okay. I, I just have to. T- I just have to legally tell you this. I'm a vet. <laughs> topless vet. Topless uh, vet. I'm a vet, and I'm topless. And uh, my name's Joe Kidfucker, and I'm a Christian comedian. <laughs> I can't change my name because that would be unchristian. Uh, we, we, yeah, my name is the only non-Christian thing about me. Or is it Christian? Uh, one time I performed uh, a show where you had to like kind of... Jerk off. Uh, basically. <laughs> Jerk yeah. off comedy party. You had to like get naked in some way or figure out a way to kind of subvert that. So I just did the entire set with my balls outside of my pants. <laughs> just your balls? Just my balls. <laughs> <laughs> like looped it over my dick. And like literally one of my friends like she was like, What was that peach? Like you just put a peach in your No Like way. I never addressed it. That was the whole thing is I just did stand up like no. really in your face stand up with my balls out. No way. And then later on she was like, You had like a peach in there? I was like, those were my balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I ran to the store and got a peach. <laughs> I mean, you don't need to be indignant about that. I mean, I don't think she's the weird one for thinking. No, I know. Maybe I mean, he went and got a peach instead of maybe he pulled his balls out of his pants and not his dick. <laughs> like, she's not crazy. She's not crazy. <laughs> But wow. I always feel like giving a balls out comedy. Give it- <laughs> balls out, fucking edgy Joe Rogan. <laughs> Dude, you gotta get into taking your balls out on stage and doing push-ups. That's called being a Crystalia type A alpha comic. <laughs> News radio, fear factor. <laughs> Buy my creatine supplement. Oh man. Yeah, Info that was balls. You're watching Info Balls. <laughs> <laughs> it is pretty funny to like have your balls out and just be like, 
So Trump, you know, there's just that motherfucker, you know, just talking about anything serious. Man, that guy is ugly. <laughs> He's the worst. <laughs> he does what I do. He's balls, balls out. <laughs> oh, boy. Bottomless comic. Man, that made me laugh so fucking hard, Hampton. I'll that, show you my balls later. You'll really laugh. A peach. <laughs> a peach. Also, wait a minute. Yeah. Your balls look like a peach. Uh, I think like a I'm, perfect peach. When I'm, <laughs> <laughs> Why did you have to say perfect? Like a perfect, like a beautiful like peach. Like the most succulent peach. What I'm saying is the, show me your balls. The forbidden fruit. <laughs> yeah, like a juicy peach. <laughs> like the juice runs oh, down the God. peach. Yeah, I want to imagine some sort of like... Is it fuzzy like a peach? <laughs> I'm on trial now. <laughs> Tell me about your balls. <laughs> Show me on this peach where your balls are. <laughs> oh my god! This is the hardest I've laughed on the podcast so far. <laughs> Show me on this peach where your balls are. <laughs> I love that because I I keep laughing because I'm now picturing you in court. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the jury. Oh, man, this fruit salesman. Uh, <laughs> uh, Your Honor, I would like to call to the stand my dick. <laughs> my dick just stands up. Show me on- <laughs> All right, Mr. Dick, show me on this peach where your balls are. <laughs> I called to the stand. Jo- he tried to sell me fruit, and I, I didn't want it. I called to the stand, <laughs> Joe Kidfucker. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, totally. I'm a vet. There's What's a up? dog wearing sunglasses. <laughs> Dog wearing sunglasses. Hey, what's up? I love peaches. Ow! Damn. There is nothing cooler than a dog wearing sunglasses. The only time I maybe have laughed harder than this on this podcast was at uh, Amelia Airport. Yeah, that was a good one. That was real fun. Deep cut. Yeah. I think that's like episode three or something. Yeah, wow. Amelia Airport, she got lost at the food court. Well, fuck me right in my peach, Hampton. We should talk about... (laughs) Put a peach in my butthole. Um, Dave's just mad. He's like, my my balls look like a walnut. Yeah, uh, two walnuts. Two. Walnuts. <laughs> no sack. <laughs> <laughs> just loose orbs. I don't have a sack. <laughs> I do not have a sack. Honestly, the sack is the worst part of. Absolutely. We should stop talking of the about man. This. <laughs> 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 of the man. <laughs> It's where all the man's contempt and evil is held. Yeah, totally. When you, if you lose your sack, this is me yeah. giving my yeah. um, uh, motivational speech. This actually works. I like this. If you lose the sack, <laughs> finally you can understand women. Yeah, he's like George Clooney and up in the air. He's like, gentlemen, find your sack. Find your sack. Fill your sack. Cut it off. <laughs> Put your balls inside your body, and finally you'll understand women. Uh, <laughs> man. You ever try, oh man, you ever fuck a woman without your sack? Wow. I just fuck them with the sack. <laughs> they don't get the dick till marriage. Your sack gets hard? No, the dick you hard sack. marriage. Topless you sack. Just, you just insert both of your balls oh, yeah. into one in their mouth. I, I don't know. Huh? <laughs> well, it's just got bad. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you, hey, guess what? I'm the employer of topless maids. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the guy with the van. <laughs> you should call your next album Topless Balls. <laughs> That's like a ball with you know, no sack. You know what's right? kind of crazy also with that guy and his business? Because you've seen those vans across town, mm-hmm. right? Why vans? Right. Like, why not just a sign? 
Yeah. You need to have a, is it like, for one, how can you just park a van in the same spot all the time? How does that not well, get it probably like, lives there. Away? No, he's got a house on this block. That's what I'm saying. Not in the van. I mean, he lives in this neighborhood. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But there's like multiple of these vans across LA. Yeah. Well, maybe like when you work for them, you get a van. I my guess of the logic is he has to have a like a vehicle <laughs> to get the people to where they're cleaning. If they, <laughs> you think he actually would transport these women in those vans like they're the A team or some shit? <laughs> Go, go, go. I mean... Sliding door. Go! No, no I absolutely think if you're cleaning houses, you have to get there somehow. Well, well what I would contend <laughs> is you never see those vans move, so clearly they aren't running people I've around. seen them other places, like parked in front of different spots. I saw one at the White House, dude. <laughs> yeah, I saw one at the White House. Actually, probably. Uh, no, I think the logic is like, well... Uh, I have to drive to clean, so I might as well make the thing I'm driving in an ad itself. I think that's what that's why people have those vans at all Maybe. for any business. I, I kind of believe that. The, I don't know. I you mean, just think that he like bought the van as yeah. an ad? Wow. Yes, yes, I do. Wow, weird. And I think it's an odd thing of like maybe you can't legally like advertise that kind of stuff with just a regular sign. So if you put it on a car, it's like a legal loophole or something. And he just like parked a few of them around. Interesting. Huh. Well, no, because I've seen billboards for strip clubs. Um, One time, I um, I just want to turn on the fan here also. But um, I uh, outside of this bank in my old like uh, town, this guy just topless bank. He like <laughs> he crafted his truck into like a two story truck, and it was mm-hmm. just filled with signs that say just like Citibank is a ripoff or like Citibank oh, wow. rotten hell, and he just parked it. Basically in front of the Citibank sure. for three years. Sure. You just parked an angry car. <laughs> Which well, you I definitely love. can't buy a billboard that says, fuck Citibank. <laughs> like, I want to buy a billboard right outside your apartment that's just like, Dave Ross sucks. Dave sucks. Yeah. Huh. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. I just always assumed it was the vans they used and the equipment's in there. And they were like, well, we might as well make it an ad. They might use it to store equipment. <laughs> I, uh... Yeah. Well, luckily, it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> oh, that is good luck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who are we talking about this week? Today, uh, uh, Dave. Please tell me we're talking about the topless maids guy. <laughs> fresh, fresh kill. Topless guns. Uh, today, Dave, we are taking a trip to the Wild Wild West. Wow. We're going to the Wild Wild West. <laughs> it's going straight to the Wild Wild West. <laughs> Um, Howdy, yeah. partner. <laughs> you know, other Wild West stuff. We are, wow, this street is dusty. <laughs> we are talking about one of the deadliest outlaws in the Old West, Johnny Ringo. Oh, nice. Uh, famous in the movie Tombstone, which we will be getting into. I snuck into that movie when I was a kid. Oh, dude, you are an outlaw. Yeah, dude, I'm Johnny Ringo. <laughs> How are you going to pay to see a movie about criminals? <laughs> Doesn't that seem fucked up? Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't pay for Skyface. I didn't pay for Godfather 1, 2, and 3. <laughs> didn't I didn't for play for Wolf of Wall Street. Best movie ever made, Goofellas. Oh, my God. You don't pronounce the D. It's Goofellas. I don't know how many times I've had a conversation where some dude I barely knew said, best movie of all time, Goodfellas, Goodfellas. hands down. <laughs> Second best movie, Dark Knight Returns. Third best movie, Despicable Me. <laughs> Fourth best movie, Sandlot. (laughs) (laughs) People who love Goodfellas always love Sandlot. I mean, Goodfellas is a really great movie. It's amazing. But it's just like, it's maybe trite at this point. 
Yes. You know? Right. It's like, yeah, it's a trope. Everyone loves it. <laughs> it's like being like, man, you know who made good music? The Beatles. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a thing you don't need to say. <laughs> Everyone already said it. Yeah. Um, so if you think that, fuck you. <laughs> That's my what I'm trying to say. You know what you got to try? Lobster. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, man, you ever eat chicken? Damn. Um, all right. Um, well, we'll be right back after the jeans ad that we definitely need to record a new version of. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Doesn't matter what they say, cause I'm gonna get my way. If I don't wanna go. Well, David, I will be your Huckleberry. Cool. <laughs> I like I like Huckleberry. <laughs> yeah, he gets away with saying really cool words all yeah. the time. Yeah, while sweating. <laughs> well, so much sweating in the movie Tombstone. We were just watching uh, Tombstone uh, to catch up a little bit, and Val Kilmer is sweating like a Gatorade commercial amount of sweat. I've yeah, seen. totally. So <laughs> much liquid on that man. Oh, my God. Well, it appears I've just gotten done with my shower. <laughs> well, it appears I just got done with my slip and slide. <laughs> All right, cut. Can we spray him? Spray him more. Hose Kilmer down. Not wet enough. Can Gonna... we spray him? <laughs> Where's the spray? Where's the spray boy? Yeah, he's like dying. <laughs> it's so funny to watch that movie because like they really exaggerate that like everyone just has tuberculosis and it's just like coughing into women's mouths. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Like, I am a gentleman. <laughs> 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 They also that movie has a lot of one note female characters that are that are just like oh yeah I exist to just be yeah. positive for you no matter what. Well, actually, the best is Wyatt Earp's wife. Just she has tuberculosis, I think, also, and she just hates everything about him. I don't think she has tuberculosis. I think she's addicted to heroin or laudanum. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. It. yeah, yeah. And he's like, you should maybe stop doing laudanum. And she's like, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Maybe he was in the right. <laughs> yeah. I really kind of missed out on that. I was watching it. I was like, everyone's just sick. Yeah. I, I, I kind of like, chalked it up to fucking TV. Fucking sick. Sick, dude. Bro. Fucking heroin, liquid heroin. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> fucking nice. Dave. <laughs> I like heroin. You uh, holding? Yeah, one note, Dave. I like heroin. Heroin, heroin, heroin. <laughs> Topless heroin. Oh, I named my show Good Heroin. Hey, I've smoked heroin. Heroin, heroin. <laughs> Heroin's bad. Heroin, heroin. Don't do heroin. Heroin, heroin, heroin. And then there, and then I'm like me, me. <laughs> I'm my heroin. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man. my mind just blew apart. <laughs> yeah, I can tell that you're your heroin because you did a stand-up set with your balls outside your pants. That is, that is me. And you were like, Classic mm, Why did someone think that was weird? Because <laughs> they aren't ready for my in-your-face, balls-out humor. Yeah, Peach Balls, the Hampton Young story. You've, you've seen uh, Tombstone. Your balls? Uh, <laughs> you've seen Tombstone Pizzas, right, before? Yeah, dude. 
and wow, they are dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> That is kind of amazing is a tombstone commercial. Somebody eats a bite of a tombstone pizza and just a bullet wound like bursts out of their chest. Like, oh! Yeah, more like really good corral. It's not okay. okay. Corral? It's not the okay Buffet. corral. It's okay. the really good tasting corral. You know, it's not just okay. It's good. I, I don't follow you. But you know, Dave, I, Dave I, I love you to death. Huh. Heroin. Well, I guess I missed that. I feel kind of stupid because I just watched it this morning. The pizza? No, Tombstone. Yeah, I, I watched Tombstone while eating a Tombstone pizza. Whoa, dude. The pizza's coming from inside the movie. It's pretty funny of anybody to have moved to Tombstone and been like, yeah, let's move to the town called Tombstone. I bet that's going to work out good. Right, exactly. It's called Graveyard. I'm going to raise a family in Deadwood. I'm going to Bone Pit. <laughs> oh, I see. Pit of Bones. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, is also, uh, yeah, so my family line. and I picked up and we moved to Dead Kids, Montana. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Settled by Joe Kid. <laughs> my son died, Wyoming. <laughs> I love movies that are just like wildly historically inaccurate. And Tombstone is like, Mwah. it's, it's so inaccurate. And, all, and even the parts that aren't entirely inaccurate, they blow through. It's like <laughs> Tombstone, more than any other movie, moves through history like way too quickly. <laughs> They just like the herbs, yeah. they like all are on a train together to move there and then they're playing pool and then all of a sudden there's criminals. Yeah, it's uh, it's basically a, 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 a fuck, dude. No, I can't, Kurt Russell, Kurt Russell. Uh, yeah, dude. Just like the his moral dilemma, the thing is like, I moved here to not have problems. Damn it, there's problems. It's the Now I'm going to be involved. <laughs> it's the simplest plot ever. Yeah. I didn't want He's problems. Like, well, the Earps, we're brothers, and we've decided to stop lawing and start selling beer or whatever. There is, uh, I mean, there's kind of like truth to that, but yeah, it moves at a weird pace in the movie. Yeah. And it's, it's also like, the villains are so, it's, it's one of those movies where the good guys are like good and the bad guys are real. <laughs> bad uh the bad guys are oh yeah powers booth and michael bean uh the two most normal names of all time uh yeah, powers booth looks like he's made out of anger yeah he's just constantly by upset. the way powers booth does a lot of heroin in the movie oh yeah <laughs> there's a lot of heroin in the movie it should be called heroin, heroin. stone <laughs> why don't they name it heroin stone pizzas i'm huh, confused anyway weird. i have to lay down for 13 hours <laughs> Dude, because of my show, Good Heroin, we were thinking about having a comedy festival in Echo Park, and I was talking to the owner of the Echo about it, and uh, she, yeah, I was like, um, I was like, we should call it Heroin Fest, and she was like, no, we shouldn't. Um, yeah, day. And I literally didn't understand at the time. I was like, why? It's such a good name, and she was like, yeah, but we're gonna need sponsors. Uh, I, 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 let's call it uh, Harris Whittle's Overdose. Oh, <laughs> oh no. No, no, it's a good idea. It's a fest. <laughs> no, but it's a festival. <laughs> I'm having fun. My dad died fest. My Why is that bad? My favorite uh, movie that's like historically inaccurate is uh, Braveheart. Oh, dude, it's yes. It's the best. Like, it literally, the beginning, I think, where the- That movie should be called Mel Gibson Rules. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you- <laughs> Fucking rules, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I like people that are still really into Mel Gibson. 
I mean, really, totally a chill guy I, in every aspect. I don't of his life. think Mel Gibson rules, but he made that movie. It, he Remember was when like, he screamed at his wife that she took a hot tub before uh, she was supposed to suck his dick? Yeah, I mean, you remember when he hates Jews? <laughs> That's as bad. Yeah. And he like said it to a cop, and, and the cop was like, chill out. And then he said, shut up, sugar tits. Dude. <laughs> like, wow. Man. I, anyway, I'm glad he's back. Um, yeah, it's really Hollywood cool is. that he got forgiven. That's I'm glad great. That he got forgiven just as soon as he started looking like the devil in every photo taken of God him. Damn. <laughs> he just what, has a sharp beard now. What was that movie that was supposed to be his comeback about like a fucking. Oh yeah, beaver. Yeah. The beaver. Was it called the beaver? The beaver. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Guess what? He doesn't eat beaver any of the movie. What? It's fucking not cool, dude. I don't like any movie about beavers where you don't eat beavers. Well, I like it, um, Braveheart, where it's the whole idea is just the king's like, I've decided to start fucking people's wives. Yeah. Like this thing that just totally made up right. problem. Like there were real problems <laughs> that were making people go to war at that time, but it's far too complicated. Well that's I know so they're that, just like definitely when <laughs> they were writing that movie, they were like, we need to hammer home that it was bad between the Scottish and the English. And it's like, you really don't need to, man. Like obviously they were oppressing them. Like, no, they fucked their wife. I, I don't know. On his wedding night. Really don't yeah, think we like... need that. They're clearly poor and being, you know, uh, robbed every day. And the best is one is William Wallace was like actually a pretty wealthy like mm-hmm. Scottish lord. Not I think we've like talked about person. this on the podcast. No, no, no. I think we have. Oh, we have? Oh, okay. I think so. All right. Well, it's we'll... okay to revisit it. I'm just saying I think we've done it. All right. Let's get back to Tombstone. Pizza. Because uh, the way Tombstone shows Johnny Ringo dying, who we're going to mm-hmm. be talking about today, is he gets shot in the head by Val Kilmer. From like four inches away. <laughs> it's the funniest gunfight ever. Yeah. They could just punch each other. <laughs> All Guys, right. Have you ever heard, thought about punching? You should punch. You should punch bullets into each other's heads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As Doc Holliday. Yeah. Was uh, the, the, what t- Tombstone decided to allocate his death to was <laughs> eh, Doc Holliday got one in. But what's so great about the Wild West, as I'm looking up, is just the amount of lying and like exaggeration after death. Really. So it's like Doc Holliday. They say by all accounts, Doc Holliday maybe killed one or two people. Really. <laughs> and he's like. He's like the known gunfighter. Yeah. Slick as shit. I got 15 guns, <laughs> one for each of you. Uh, there is about that movie, he has so many one liners. Yeah. Val he says Kilmer. The, I'm your Huckleberry. I'm your Huckleberry. But that actually might have actually been said to Johnny Ringo in a fight previous really because it is a thing you would say at the time it's like i'll be your champion is what it means like i'll fight for you i do think i think maybe the reason there's all this lore is that gunfighting was real but the problem is that everyone always missed (laughs) and uh they just made it seem like like if you were good at it you know what i mean that really dude when i was watching tombstone they are wildly flailing their arms around like in gunfights yeah like and i watched this whole scene and it's like Six people on one side, six people on the other side, in the street. And then it's like one dude died. Yeah. Well, of course. <laughs> well, I think also with maybe with exaggeration about murder counts and stuff like that, with uh-huh. with Johnny Ringo maybe, is that uh, he was a, a bit of a gunfighter. Yeah. And he's known to have killed at least a couple people. But like, I think uh, gunfighting was kind of okay, as long as it was an argument that you were both settling out in the street. It wasn't murder. 
Right. It, it was, wasn't considered murder. It was settling a score. It was settling a score. Yeah. So that was totally legal. Wow. So you could have like, I've got one murder in Texas I'm running away from, but I've killed 38 men, you know, like. Right. Because I'm just good at arguing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Ringo's count like kind of gets exaggerated, but it's maybe somewhere in like the 30s. Oh, I see. Because you know? he had a lot of arguments. Yeah. Yeah. He would he would get in fucking crazy arguments with people. He literally tried and shot at a guy because he tried to get, buy the guy a whiskey and the guy said he wanted beer. And he was just like, you piece of shit. <laughs> wow. And he just like tried to like kill the guy and everyone's like, yeah, that's Johnny. He's, man, he's nuts, man. They should call him Johnny Rational. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's my favorite Beatle. Johnny Rational? <laughs> <In> Tombstone. <laughs> Johnny Rational. Uh, remember that joke in The Simpsons where it was like, they were taking a tour of some pioneer town. It's like the Indians uh, asked uh, like the people in the town if they th- just threw over their general, they would spare the rest of the lives. So they did. And thus wh- that's why they named it Fort Sensible. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that show. God damn. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Okay, so yeah, in the movie Tombstone, there's like, and it's all like, it all comes to a head. It's after this long period where like... After the fight, the shootout. Johnny Ringo and his wow. men kill one of the Earp brothers and then Wyatt Earp flips out and Doc Holliday is their best friend. They have the shootout at the OK Corral and and uh, and then Kurt Russell's character, Wyatt Earp, is like, <laughs> we're going to get him. And Doc Holliday is sick as fuck and Kurt Russell is supposed to fight Johnny Ringo and then Doc Holliday kills him instead. But yeah. actually what happened is that Johnny Ringo committed suicide, suicide. right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like his... To, um, just uh, talk about his suicide for a sec. Here's how he was found. He was found uh, in Arizona, kind of uh, wild territory. Uh, he was found... Phoenix. <laughs> it's it's something like Chiracaquea. Like, anyway. Wow. Um, he... Uh, was found with his gun uh, still in his uh, hand and uh, bullet through the uh, like right temple. Uh, bullet slug in the tree behind him. Uh, so he shot himself in the head. Uh, wow, clean through. <laughs> and uh, his feet, uh, he didn't have his boots uh, and his horse was gone. Whoa. Uh, and he had uh, like an undershirt and like bandages wrapped around his feet. Whoa. <laughs> So he'd yeah. been like walking through the desert or something? A little bit. It's kind of funny, actually, because he actually only walked a short amount <laughs> and then gave up. <laughs> wow. But, uh, so I'll they think explain. like, this is too far to walk. I'm going to kill myself. Like, does it really yeah. seem like the reason that he killed himself is because he was marooned in the desert? It's a, it's a couple things. Uh, one is uh, he was probably very dehydrated. Basically, he had been very depressed following the aftermath of all of Tombstone and stuff. Really? Yeah, and we'll get into it, but like... Is that recorded in history that he was depressed? Yes. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, he would just tell everybody, I'm going to kill myself. And he'd been saying that already for like years. Like huh. he'd threaten it. Like he was just a wild dude Yeah. who would uh, get in a lot of arguments, be very like, you know, erratic with people. Wow. And so... Um, Suicide's pretty wild. <laughs> the two weeks leading up to it, he was just getting trashed in town all day. What he, town? Uh, I believe it was Tombstone. That town. Oh, oh yeah, I see. He'd come back to Tombstone. And where's Tombstone? Is it in Arizona? It's Arizona. Oh. Yeah. So he started drinking just super heavily, and then he was like leaving town with bottles and he, just to go drink out in the wilderness. And like, wow. people were like, 
you okay? He's like, and they were like, he apparently was like intoxicated beyond belief as he was riding out of town. And we were like, well, I hope he sleeps it off. Like no one ever wow. did anything if you were drunk. Like there was nothing you could do. There's no concept of AA or getting better. Right. So it's just like, yes, he is drinking a lot. <laughs> So he was like wasted, passed out in the desert, and then a cactus stole his boots. Well, well <laughs> he spent about two days drinking in the desert. Uh-huh. So it's like if you're just drinking like whiskey and shit and out in the desert, and it was July. It was July like 12th, 13th, basically. Yeah. It was hot as shit. You're getting dehydrated from alcohol. So he was just like probably incredibly thirsty. Sure. So and he was like, I wonder if this gun up, is water. When he woke up in the morning, <laughs> his horse had bolted, basically. Shit. So, and the tradition was you would put your boots on the horse to keep scorpions from getting in. Oh. It was the common practice. So when the horse took off, it was like, fuck my boots. <laughs> so he like ripped up a shirt. And it was like he had already been incredibly depressed. Yeah. Been drinking straight for two weeks. You know, dehydrated as fuck. He walked about like you know 20 feet or something they say like he wow. walked, you know like a short amount of distance and then just like put a bullet in his brain whoa yeah, yeah. not doc holiday in a shootout yeah but the, the, the fun th- fact about the old west is again like people started taking credit for like his death or stuff so, you know and like really so we'll get into like the theories that were later but i want to like go back to the beginning of this guy's life a little bit sure so he's like raised in indiana um, so that's why he killed himself. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I always find it interesting just the movement out west. You yeah, know, you start from like these kind of more metropolitan places, but it's like people who are like really into being on the outskirts of the law. Those yeah. are the people who went to the the west, right? You know, you're like I'm kind of fine getting in arguments and shooting people, right? You know, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm comfortable. Yeah, the whole thing was like western expansion. It's like you could seize land. Yeah, you know, and you would like. Um, yeah, there were a lot of like vi- like broke destitute people who went out for that reason mm-hmm. people that wanted gold yeah and like the the trade-off is like you know maybe bandits or whatever the environment will kill me but i could also i, I could be as rich as i theoretically want to be yeah you know and yeah and if you're a crazy motherfucker <laughs> you're not gonna get in trouble because there's no law right yeah so kind of one of probably what i would have done one of the more um like uh important moments of johnny ringo's life was when he was 14 and uh I think his family was in uh, Missouri at the time. And his mom caught him jerking off. <laughs> <laughs> what could be worse? Dude, he had a Playboy. <laughs> How's he going to get out of this one? <laughs> and he's been depressed ever since. <laughs> my uh, mom got me jigging off. <laughs> he was found in the desert with a Playboy. My mom a- got me jagging <laughs> off this jack off while watching Jag. <laughs> what? I what? was jagging off. Did you just break? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I just think it's funny to jack off while watching Jag. Totally. And you're a jag off. Totally. <laughs> I I also think that's funny. <laughs> I am agreeing with you. I, I agree. As loudly as possible. Well, we should we should gunfight. <laughs> <laughs> I want to buy you a drink. Fuck you. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. Totally. Um, so when I just imagine all these people listening to Limp Biscuit in these bars. Um, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> Dude, imagine there's no like really recorded music. You have to listen to whoever can play music wait, around you. No Limp Biscuit. I'm just, <laughs> just give me something to break. Um, so what did I do it all for? <laughs> when he was 14, uh, this 
hugely important thing happened, which is um, while like kind of in a wagon train going, his family in Missouri, his dad. More like Jagging. <laughs> you know, Jagging train. <laughs> I'll allow it. Uh, his dad uh, jumps out of the wagon because he thinks he hears like bandits or something. And he, with his shotgun, he blows his head off in front of the entire family. Accidentally? Accidentally jumps off. Bam, shoots his head off. And like oh. they say like the blood brains went on the family. Whoa. Like they weird detail. They were like, they said his hat flew up twenty feet in the air. What? <laughs> that didn't happen. I just but. love to be like, why? <laughs> cartoon, <Sounds> like, <laughs> cartoon hat that flies up. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. The history in that time was like written by fucking Nintendo. <laughs> 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 Mega Man showed up. And it was crazy. <laughs> yeah, totally. Wow, he blew his brains out in front of the family. That's yeah. That'll leave a mark. And, you know. And, and his mom <laughs> uh, was apparently like a very quiet woman, but like when uh, not anymore. There, there, there was kind of a fun detail. It was like here's an example of how quiet she was. It was like she kept a journal of like their five month trip. And uh, she only wrote 36 pages. Wow. <laughs> it's like five months. Anyway. Yeah. I'm sure she had other shit to do. Um, but um, <laughs> Probably. <laughs> wow, man. She apparently, the mom got like just immediately was like, I wish I died. Like just t- telling everybody like I'm so depressed. I just, I wish I died with him. Sure. You know, and she's like still raising her and She's saying this kids. to her kids. Johnny's the oldest. And then there's like, you know, an eight year old, a six year old or, you know, but Johnny's like 14. So he really like, it's an important time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're re- he like really retained. I think that's definitely a formative moment. Yeah. That's yeah. What I'm thinking. Also, I mean, to not only, I mean, you see that horror, but, and not only like does it, you, people don't know about PTSD back then at all, but <laughs> yeah. also you are immediately a man, not only in the sense that like, it like shocks you into adulthood, but because you have to now like raise children. He literally had yeah. to raise children. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, imagine it's already an incredibly, like, toxic environment. Like, as far as, like, men, like, saloon culture was just, like, this incredibly destructive thing of, like, sure. every town had at least one saloon where men would go and just only drink, like, hard liquor or beer. Yeah. And very little water. Yeah. And it was, like, people would get fucked up in the streets. Yeah. And that's, like, what, like, kind of led to, like, the suffrage movement because they women started banding together to shut down saloons, you know? So they started unionizing and banding together. And then that kind of became, Hey, let's get the vote, you know? Interesting. Yeah. So that's why like prohibition and suffrage are like very close to each other. Huh? In, uh, the amendments. Interesting. Yeah. It's kind of a weird thing. You have women to thank for that. So, um, cool. With, uh, with Johnny Ringo, uh, his family was already kind of like adjacent to crime. Like, really? and also what I'm kind of reading from this time is like crime is very lateral <laughs> to law enforcement. Like it's, it's almost the same. Like, like a, yeah. The, like some of his, trope. some of his friends would be like ex marshals, ex sheriffs. I was going to say there's a big, a big part of Western movies is that like criminals just become lawmen. <laughs> yeah. In reverse. It's, it'd be like you change towns, dude, pre-internet. It's like, you could just change your entire sure. identity. It's like. Wait, this all happened before the internet? <laughs> yeah, he got off of Angel Fire and made his way out west. <laughs> wow. It's he got on 4chan. Risky. He established 4chan. Have you been on 4chan? That is the Wild West. 
I sorry. I'm a real dumbass today. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a dumbass. I'm stupid. Sorry. <laughs> Topless stupid. <laughs> Topless um, idiots. <laughs> I forgot my shirt. <laughs> Just an idiot. Aww. Oh, I'm an idiot. Yeah. Topless Eeyore. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot, of, a lot of like early gangs and stuff are just people who kind of were rude to other types of Americans. Like there was apparently mean? a big like anti-German sentiment building right. in America at the time. And we were always racist. We just were racist against who most recently showed up. <laughs> and started doing well. Because yeah. Germans were like these nerds who moved out to the West and were like, we're going to open up a, a cattle ranch. And we were just like, I'm drunk. <laughs> yeah, <Fuck> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It was just like, I got a gun and I'm drunk. I'm going to steal your cow. I love it too. Like we just hated Germans and then all these Irish showed up and we were like, hey Germans, help us fight these Irish fucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey Irish fucks. Oh, here come those Italians. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> But we can all agree that the Polish suck. Hey, Italians, help us kill this president. What? Whoa. Um, you know, Goodfellas is the best movie. <laughs> so there was kind of all this cattle rustling uh, beginning. Cattle and, rustling. And it started to get, you could tell it was like really like people just picking on German nerds. Because like there was kind of like an understood thing that like you, everyone brands their cows. Uh -huh. And if a cow gets into another person's thing, like eventually, even if he sells it, that money's going to go back to the person oh. who had it. It was like, there was like just an agreement a code. Yeah. Code. You'd say, I love that so much because you could <laughs> kill people in an argument. But yeah, if your cow a... goes into my yard, mm -hmm. you give me my fucking cow back. <laughs> well, that's where it started to these guys like Johnny Ringo at the age of 19 came into this environment that was already starting to evolve. Basically, uh -huh. it's called the Mason County War. It's also uh -huh. called the Hoodoo War. Wow. And it's just people gunning down Germans. Germans started to build vigilante groups to be like, they can't keep killing us German nerds. And then <laughs> they started doing like mob vengeance. I love that you are bullying Germans too. <laughs> no, I think this environment is important to understand that they just were like, they, they didn't agree to the agreements before where it's like you pay the person for the cow. They'd be like, no, we're taking the cow and uh, you're, you're never getting paid. And like, what are you going to do about it? I don't understand what this has to do with Germans. With Germans? Yeah. Well, those were the people that were being antagonized in that area. Yeah, but I don't know what that has to do with cows. Well, they were cattle. Uh, okay, I didn't know cattle that. Ranchers. Oh, I thought well, I said you just that. said they were nerds, so oh, I didn't really yeah, understand. Yeah. Oh, I said they. Uh, we moved here and we opened up a cattle ranch. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. <laughs> that was me setting it up. You're right. And they would. They mostly got. I mean, cows were kind of the big industry, regardless. Right. So, so they would open ranches and just like kind of crush it. Yeah. And then Johnny Ringo and his friends were like stealing cattle from them. Yeah, they and were being, like, like drunk idiots you. coming in, being like bandits, and uh, then and like the Germans would be like, "Don't take my cows," and they would kill them. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. And there's one instance, like, Johnny Ringo kind of became famous because he shot an unarmed man, which is an odd thing to get, like, a, wow, he's cool. Like a man with no arms? <laughs> <laughs> he's a James Bond villain? Yeah. It's like Dr. No. <laughs> I'm arm finger. Armless. <laughs> the right to bear arms, I wish. <laughs> that which I wish I, I, wish I had bare arms. <laughs> Or any arms. <laughs> I'm like really dumb today. Like I don't have any brain. Oh. Did you hear my bear I arms know. joke? <laughs> I think I stole that bear arms joke from Family Guy. 
<laughs> well, he, ki- he killed this guy, I think, to just get like his money or something. Mm. But it was just kind of a sign of like, okay, things are getting off the rails. This here. guy's crazy. Like, yeah, it's like you're now gunning down people for like no reason. Yeah. And, uh, you know, later on, it becomes that thing with the bar where he tries to get a guy a drink. Yeah. You know, who knows how antagonistic that was, where it's like, I'm buying you a drink or some shit like that. But yeah. Like, it's just like, okay, like lawlessness is now really entering into Tombstone. Where, okay, and it was at in Tombstone where this all happened, I see. Yeah. yeah well, after, after kind of the, the hoodoo war like he left it just kind of like all fizzled out because like it really that's how they phrase it is like it just kind of fizzled out because like people were like okay we're only gonna get so far stealing these cows and like having like feuds with these like german settlers like let's just go and where did the hoodoo war happen do what where did the hoodoo war happen i guess it's called mason county i don't know where that's (laughs) okay (laughs) i don't know where that is either that's all right um yeah google it so a uh, big part was that Ringo, yeah, hated Germans. That was like wow. a big thing for them. And it was also weird. There was like... Um, it's funny that now he's on the right side of history. <laughs> you know like, about the Holocaust, right? <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> he was also like oddly like political. Really? Like, was the thing. Like Wyatt Earp w- was like Republican. Oh. Because they were from the North and they were like the freed the slaves kind of Republicans. I see. And he's like, we're Democrats. And like... We, we have slaves. <laughs> <laughs> and like the Germans mostly were Republican. So it was like another thing of just like these fucking assholes. Wow. Yeah. He would apparently he would like draw guns on people for like political arguments. Wow. Also. By the way, I one of my favorite arguments that Republicans make nowadays, <laughs> oh, yeah. they say, you know, it was Republicans who were freed the slaves. And it's like, yeah, that's a terrible <laughs> argument though. Yeah, because now it's Republicans who want them back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe shut you up. You can't just say that. Yeah, I don't yeah, the guy in the streets <laughs> who are like, I want slaves. Those are always Republicans. That's now. definitely Republicans. So maybe shut yeah. your trap. Yeah. Shut your yap, Republicans. <laughs> Yeah. How could Greece be bad? They invented democracy. Yeah, I don't know what I was going Man, <laughs> that's so... I love that we're talking about a character in the movie Tombstone. <laughs> he was real! No, no, I know. I know he that. But real. like... That because even when I was a kid, I loved that movie when I was a kid. I remember thinking that that movie was definitely like pop. <laughs> it, was, it was like... <laughs> It's it's really cranked up. That oh movie. yeah, it's really cartoony. Oh, remember when uh, Val, Val Kilmer uh, starts doing like the gun tricks with the teacup? Yeah, whatever you do with the drink cup. Totally. And that's to Johnny Ringo. He's Johnny like, Ringo does a bunch of tricks with his gun, and then Doc Holliday's like, "I'm cool and." <laughs> and then funny. Doc Holliday's like, "I've maybe killed one person. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just as bad as you." Yeah. But apparently, Doc Holliday was the guy who like called out Ringo. In, in Tombstone. Really? And was like, I'll be your Huckleberry. Like, you know, they did have like, I think the the fight got stopped right before it happened. Yeah. That, that's the extent it got to. Yeah. It's so weird to me. Like, you know, like the conditions in which people wanted to murder <laughs> callously back then. I've always thought the idea of dueling and the fact that for a really, really long time, that type of settling an argument was just not only commonplace, but accepted and sort of expected. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've always thought that was really crazy because like the murder was illegal <laughs> and people In would blood. get upset when people would die, obviously. <laughs> but like, in movies, the the Wild West is painted as this place where people are just like all sociopaths and they don't even process death. 
<laughs> like, but yeah. like, literally, it's always upsetting when a person gets killed and they're all human beings. But for some reason, they were all like, "Yeah, well, if a guy steps on your toe and you're having a bad day, then one of you dies." Well, I think <laughs> amongst all of the guys in that movie, they all died in their early thirties, right? <laughs> like, there was no life expectancy. Yeah, like even Wyatt Earp dies super young. Ringo dies super young. I mean, that's true. They're like all on heroin. <laughs> it's yeah. There's no medicine that's really effective and shit. Actually, really funny in Tombstone is like when uh, one of the Wyatts gets shot and the doctor's like, I, I was just like, wow, medical science sucked. It literally, the doctor's like, I can't get the bullet out. He's like, okay. <laughs> well, I guess he'll <laughs> die. Like, I guess he's gonna die. He like tries for like one minute. And he's like, it's in deep. <laughs> <laughs> Too deep. Too deep. Well, too deep. Too deep. We haven't invented the the, the knife that's six inches long. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, long and knives like, didn't come around until 1856. Yeah, and no one's like giving him morphine or like cauterizing wounds or anything. Oh, yeah. What, Smart. Y- what years were, did this happen? This was all around like 1880, 82. Oh, okay. Yeah. Rot. 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 Well, honestly, one of the best mischaracterizations of um, Johnny Ringo inside the movie Tombstone is that. Um, I guess, like, you know, again, he's, like, telling all these tall tales. So I think he got, like, people would say, it's like, you know, he was as savage as, as could you could believe, but he was also college-educated and very, you know, huh. and it's like, none of that was true. Really? Yeah, he, it was like his dad died when he was 14, like, on a wagon train. <laughs> like, he's not going to college. Right. <laughs> like, he started, like, killing yeah. people and robbing cattle when he yeah. was 19. So in, like, Tombstone, they're, like, in the beginning, he's, like, speaking in Latin, Huh. And he's like, the priest is saying something in Latin. And he's like talking back with him. And then later on, him and Doc Holliday are having this like very like, you know, erudite, <laughs> erudite Latin yeah. conversation back and forth. Wow. <laughs> like speaking poetry to each other. And it's just like, no, this guy was more like, I want to buy you a drink. I'll fucking kill you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, also probably every other word was the word fuck or cunt or something <laughs> like that's the, the thing. I don't know how accurate any of this stuff is, but the thing that's really fun about watching that show, Deadwood, Deadwood. is how like I I would. It, it's pretty easy for me to believe that the culture then was to just be like, this fucking cunt just fucked a cunt on my cut funk, and uh, and they're all they're like wasted at five in the morning. Yeah, yeah. that cucks. Uh, well, I got to get up an hour early to drink because <laughs> I can't shit if I'm shaking. <laughs> So um, Ringo uh, didn't die at Tombstone, but a lot of his friends did. <laughs> he was oh, riding yeah. with a very big posse. Paul, John, <laughs> <laughs> Pete Best. Yeah, Pete Best died George at the OK Corral. Did you see that uh, at the March for Our Lives? Yeah. Uh, Paul McCartney said in an interview, um, gun violence is really important to me because a very good friend of mine died of gun violence around here. <laughs> yeah, a little on and the it's like, Yeah. Well, yeah. It's a bit it, frightful to have all these guns around. Yeah. It makes me a bit scared. A friend of mine, uh, don't worry about who it is. <laughs> <laughs> Ron Blennett. <laughs> yeah. Have you heard? I want to name when he when the eighties happened to the all of music. That is, uh, I, I do love though that him just getting to ruin the Beatles for like NRA members. Like now they have to be like, oh fuck! Now uh, I can't listen to Wings. That's a great point. <laughs> Everybody who loved that song, Temporary Secretary, just checked. Do you know that song that he released? 
You got to listen to this song. When the 80s happened uh, and every band was like, ooh, we can put beeps and boops in our song. Um, he made this song that just goes, temporary, secretary. Uh, it's the worst song ever Dude, written. The worst song ever written the- is Paul McCartney. Simply having wonderful Christmas time. Oh, my God. That is the worst song Ever. I haven't heard that song. Oh, you don't hear that no. in malls every Christmas? Well, you need to give him a break because a very close friend of his was... <laughs> you also understand it's very important to me because one of my best friends was a gun. <laughs> oh, I'm a gun. My wife is a gun. <laughs> well, so... In, in, in Ringo's life at this point, uh, mm-hmm. all his friends are dying. Mm-hmm. Uh his, John, his uh, Paul. <laughs> he's he's like wanted for murder in like another state. Uh, he's just like not making much money. Sure. So life's going pretty bad. He tries in uh, eighty two before he kills himself. He tries to go. This is the year I was born. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he uh, he tries to move back in with his sisters. Like he's like. Hey, I'm defeated. Like, wow, what a loser! And huh? they were all like super religious. They were just like, "No, you can't. Really, you can't be here." And it just you like, killed too many people to live with us. <laughs> yeah, they're like, "Yeah, you're a murderer." <laughs> yeah, we don't even know you anymore. You're murdering people? ever since Dad blew his brains out. You've been weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, talk about it, man. What's up? <laughs> Why are you being so weird? <laughs> Uh, you should have dealt with it like us. So, I mean, yeah. honestly, <laughs> he moves back to Tombstone and just starts drinking himself to death. Wow, basically. yeah, wow. And then, wow, it's interesting. Did it seem so? He was really. It seemed like he was probably going to kill himself no matter what. He'd been saying it, but also, then he was in yeah. a situation where it was like, like there weren't many options, and he was like, "Well, I'm not even going to try to." That's kind of my point. Yeah. You know, it's like even best case scenario, you're one of the good guys. You're still dying at a young age. It's like it's yeah. a really rough existence. So you kind of move out there to either make a fortune or you're just going to die. Yeah. It's like that's the rules. What it's a crazy very, very stakes. Area. Man, I do not have that level of stakes in my life. <laughs> uh, well, for one, there's no more of the world for us to go like, you know, I'm, I'm going up north. Dude. I'm, I'm going to go claim some land i've got my laser gun i'm going north i'm gonna take over the north pole this is why i'm a huge proponent of going to mars <laughs> you and Dude, honestly if we can... went to if we colonized mars that would be an element of it <laughs> it would definitely oh would. yeah absolutely people would be like all like criminals oh thank christ okay great <laughs> yeah it'd be a billionaire race of criminals yeah like i don't know right to go to mars you'd have to be pretty wealthy well every billionaire first. is a criminal if you think about it. Come with it now. <laughs> oh, you lied to me. You said it was a million and it turned out to be a billion dollars. Motherfucker. Oh. <laughs> I love how this is also, in a way, a Rage Against the Machine podcast. <laughs> Dave Against the Machine. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Hell, I'm going to start that fucking podcast now. So I guess Ringo is kind of a, a known guy. That's the odd thing is he was also kind of a celebrity. Well, yeah, he was in the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> he was just like known. I mean, but it's like you're known to be a criminal. So it's like, yeah, it's a bad kind of fame. Sure. But it still gets you this weird like respect. Trump. 
It's like, hey, there's Johnny Ringo. He's the most dangerous man. Right. <laughs> there's just nothing yeah. just interesting their... to do in <laughs> yeah, town. Totally. Well, we don't have TV and none of you can read, so I'm going to tell you about a bad person. <laughs> Once upon a time, there was a bad guy. And he wasn't He's nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to shoot one of you. So, like, after his death, um, some people start to take claim that they did it. Oh, wow. And the first guy was an outlaw who was, like, Frank Leslie. And it's like... It, th- I've heard this that is, name. Do what? I've heard that name for some yeah, reason. Yeah, Leslie Nielsen you're thinking of. Oh, I am thinking yeah, of Leslie Nielsen. Airplane and, uh, I'm thinking of my friend hard. Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, he just sounds like a liar. And he just told, uh, he told, like, a guard. He's like, hey, guess what? I'm the guy who killed Johnny Ringo. And the guard was like, really? Like, wow. that level of like... Yeah, <laughs> right. Know? Okay, I guess Topless it's, guard. Guess it's <laughs> this was a topless prison. <laughs> a topless oh prison. Oh my God. Dude. Topless prison is definitely a movie that, that exists. That is a movie I'm making. It exists. It has to. Sorry, there have to be man. seven or eight. Topless Prison 7 is definitely a movie. I mean, there are those movies that are like caged women in the heat. I've definitely seen at least one of those. Yeah, yeah. Lesbian criminals. Black, white lesbians in prison. Yeah. <laughs> Naked women in prison. They're going to fuck at it lunch. Was, it was always that they were, uh, they that, were gay. Is, Aristotle, are you looking up Topless Prison? Does it exist? Topless Girls in Jail. Topless Girls in Jail. <laughs> well, that sucks. What fucking creep? Michael Bay, dude. <laughs> his first movie uh, yeah man dude chuck it's Berry. a super well shot porn <laughs> chuck berry <laughs> yeah totally um vincent gallo it actually seems like a movie I vincent think chuck gallo berry actually make. did have like cameras on like women's like toilets or something oh, like that God. in his restaurant all those fucking guys sam cook was such a piece of shit oh, was he? oh yeah really that's he was distressing naked when he was murdered in a hotel with a sex worker uh, Wait, what's the? Pro- he was naked. Is that the problem? <laughs> he was like cheating on his wife okay. with a prostitute in a hotel, and his. Oh no! I think this the sex worker killed him. Shit! I'm forgetting the story, oh, really? but he was like murdered by a woman who he either was someone he was cheating on it someone with, <laughs> and he was with a sex worker. Um, and it was because fuck, I don't know the story at all. <laughs> But anyway, he's a bad guy. Suffice it to say, somebody's chocolate was going in the wrong peanut butter. But he like did a lot of weird shit to women that they didn't want him to do. Is the point? Gotcha, um, gotcha. Well, um, this dude was certainly of that ilk. He sounds like a pretty uh, Frank Leslie, <laughs> uh, Johnny Ringo. Oh, uh, well, really? Um, yeah, he's just like a bad guy. I'd say he's a criminal. You know, uh, <laughs> killing people and shit and stealing nah. their money and shit. Still don't hear the bad part. Still <laughs> hear the bad part. So, but like people really wanted to attribute his death to Wyatt Earp. Ah, uh, yeah. Like they, they, like historians were like trying to find the way they could make it be like that that was true, you know? Like, wow. But and, who were the historians at the time? Like who... It's pretty. It's pretty much like laughable. Like when yeah. you look at the books, like it really is just people taking all the secondhand information and be like, you know, yeah, <laughs> Joe Kidfucker killed over a hundred people. Well, yeah, like, right. You know, like who knows? Like probably not. It makes sense too, though. Like I, I lie and I don't even think <laughs> about it. Like I, my, it, I think it's a really common thing to have like 
some information and then generalize it to mean something else in your mind. I, this, my I mother said this thing to me once yeah. that I'll never forget because my mom is like super smart and knowledgeable, but of course doesn't know everything. But she, as a result, she said, I planned nine 11. Yeah. And, never and, and I it. believed it. <laughs> um, and uh, so like sometimes I'll be talking to my mom and, and now I can, I can suss it out always. And she'll like, you can see, if you know her well, where she fills in the gaps. And I think <laughs> that's so funny. That's classic. Yeah, it's that's so funny. And I think a lot of human beings do mm-hmm. it, especially like if no one actually knows what happened. Mm-hmm. They just made up all the story. Literally one time, my mom, and this is telling of some things about me too. My mom was like, I was like 30 and she, I was at her house and she was like, uh, I'm going to Starbucks. You want anything? And I was like, no, no, thanks. And she was like, oh yeah, you hate Starbucks. And I was like, I hated Starbucks when I was like a college kid. And she was like, why? And I was like, ah, you know, college kid stuff. They're like pushing out local businesses and fuck them, blow up the system, stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> they like bankrupt local coffee shops. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I said like they bankrupt and put out of business local coffee shops. And my mom goes, but David, there were no local coffee shops before Starbucks. <laughs> And I was like, what? Yes, there Some were. Some of those who make cappuccinos <laughs> are the same that burn crosses. <laughs> Some of those that sell John Mayer CDs are the same that burn crosses. Yeah, man. I took a stand. Oh! Yeah. That's so funny. And that's I so totally funny know that what happened. to say that. Oh, Dave, there was no coffee before Starbucks. I mean, I know exactly what happened. What happened is my mother just never went. There were way less. Uh, yeah, my mom it's never a went to one. To say. So she just never went to a local coffee shop. And then Starbucks popped up. And then after that, there was a local coffee shop in her town. And she was like, "Oh, Starbucks invented coffee shops." Yeah, what do you think French cafes were doing for the last hundred yeah. years? Like- also, do you, what do you think uh, Starbucks was? <laughs> They didn't come up with it. Like a room, you get coffee? Are you crazy? Well, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, basic... basic. Uh, humans, like, exaggerate already. Yes. But I also believe there's maybe a temperament going into the Wild West that's like a little bit of like, you kind of live and die by your reputation. And it's like, it's a big thing to even have a reputation. Because, again... No internet. So it's like if someone knew Wyatt Earp's name before he moved to that town. That's crazy. It's like a big deal. And they're yeah. like, no, like, hey, you're like king shit. Like you're you're like tough. And, yeah. you know, it's like a lot to suddenly. Do you want to open a business here? Like, right. You yeah. know, it's like really advantageous. It also makes sense. Yeah. Everyone. So and then Johnny Ringo's kind of famous from being like a criminal. Outlaw, yeah. And then amongst the lore of them and Doc Holliday probably too, everyone knows that they hate each other. So mm-hmm. then, and every, which like, is true, totally true. Yeah, and then Ringo dies. Johnny Ringo dies, and so probably yeah. everyone was like, "Oh, Wyatt Earp killed Johnny Ringo." Yeah, and it's so funny because it's just like you know, the truth is, real life is like you know what? Not a lot of people will die in gunfights, and odds are you'll just kill yourself because you're really sad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you fucked up your life by being an outlaw. That's yeah, way more real, but it's not exciting. That's so funny. Yeah, we really do think of. I've heard so many people say stuff about past American generations, like. Uh, like the the most common thing I hear is like, man, I think about dudes say this, like man, man dudes. dudes, yeah, topless <laughs> dudes. Uh, they'd be like, man, I think about it. My grandfather, you know, the greatest generation, 
<laughs> they went off to war. They fought for their country. And like, what's our problems? And it's like, yeah, but did you know that almost every single American soldier purposely shot over the heads of the people they were firing at because they were terrified of killing somebody? <laughs> like, Yeah, that's the reality. It's it. real. That's yeah. the actual reality. They yeah. weren't, it wasn't like every man in America was brave. They were still yeah. coward fucking cucks like we all are. It's a, a, gl- <laughs> a glamorized murder, you know, is, is, yes. is, you know, probably the first problem. And so uh, what's pretty funny with the Wyatt Earp story, and he like, I think he then lent it. He was like, okay, here's how I killed Johnny Ringo. Just like later on in life to just make some money. He was like, sure. You want a, you want a tall tale? Here's, here's yeah. how I killed Johnny Ringo. And he said they got in a gunfight, which... You know, the coroner's report, like, none of, there were no, like, bullet holes all over the place or anything. And he's like... You got in a gunfight with depression. Gunfight. <laughs> <laughs> and Wider said he shot him from 75 feet away in the head. Wow. That shot. It's like, oh, come on. <laughs> and there was 500 mile an hour wind. <laughs> and my dick was huge that day. <laughs> yeah, totally. And uh, my girlfriend was in Canada doing a modeling job, so... Yeah. You know, it, I, I, I was holding my gun with one hand, and in the other hand, I was holding up my Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Wyatt, you're the coolest. <laughs> yeah. I was 900 years old and I only ever ate beef and cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other theories people try put, to put together is that Doc Holliday somehow killed him because they just love, they had more of a rivalry thing going sure, on. Sure, because he did the Huckleberry thing. Yeah, they, they also called each other out in the street. Like that is at least known. Yeah. That they were going to gunfight and kill each other, but yeah. then it got called off. Yeah, people just assumed. It's but, so funny that like the reality is he was just sad and drunk, um, <laughs> and uh, depression wasn't diagnosed at all, and so there was no way to cope with it. Especially, I think if you're like someone whose life, because obviously, like there were parts of the world in America that weren't like completely focused on macho ness mm-hmm. as a man, just like now more in developed areas. But if your life is so based on masculinity and being tough. Dealing and you with don't the, have Spike TV yet? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where are you going to put all that anger? <laughs> well, then, like, I think I, even uh, even up until now, like, uh, my heart goes out to people like that. And I have some friends that are still, like, really kind of, especially back home, who are still kind of in it, in masculinity, and American, being an American man. <laughs> it's hard to deal with depression and mental illness when you're when that's your life. You, like you're taught to reject it. And so like, it's what I think in people yeah. like that, it's much more likely for you oh, to yeah. implode as a person and be like, ah, just blow your <laughs> fucking brains out. There, there <laughs> are two little details, but I think uh, everyone, I'll just say them and then I'll chalk up to what I think it really is. Sure. There, this is where people are like, maybe it's a little bit of suspicion is that one of his gun belts was like put on upside down on his body. And then I think there was one other thing. And it just shot him. No, what? what? No, no, just like his gun belt was on upside down. Okay. So but what is it? Like, everyone's like, that's weird. Oh, like on his dead body? Yeah. Huh. Oh, shit. What, would that, what could that mean? Well, I, I, I mean, what, what's funny is like everyone's like, whoa. So like, and here's the funniest thing. If you really play out what they're even trying to say is suspicious is they're like, well, somebody must have taken off his belt and put it back, put it back on. on backwards to make him look foolish. <laughs> That's what they think it means? Well, they're like, that, that's some element of like, that's weird, right? Intrigue. Foul play. Okay. But what's more likely is he has been straight drunk for like two and yeah. a half weeks. Totally. And he's like putting on his clothes and misplacing his boots and not tying up his horse. And then he's like, I'm a fucking failure. Yeah. You know? <laughs> also, if it was on upside down, then the gun is pointing up. <laughs> so 
Good point. <laughs> he just <laughs> the gun just fired. Sometimes guns it are just an like accident. Just like I'm his doing dad. it. <laughs> it is pretty crazy. Here I go. I'm a gun. <laughs> both, both him and his dad both shot in the head. Different reasons, but wow. Well, the apple doesn't <laughs> fall too far from the tree. <laughs> Man, that's so sad. Uh, I, I don't know. As I've looked over the story, I. I kept being like, oh, fuck this guy. Oh, yeah, fuck him. Like, but, I mean, he's a murderer. Well, just to think of... I, the, w- the reason I was saying sad is, like, his father... That also makes me think that we're talking about um, history being exaggerated. It makes me think that his father didn't accidentally shoot himself in the head. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, like, because depression absolutely runs in the family. Trauma is hereditary oh, but, like, in a huge way. They saw it happen. Like he fell out of the thing and shot himself in the head. Yeah, but there are also a lot of people that say Doc Holliday killed Johnny Ringo. Like how do? Well, he- but but that that's actually very much in dispute, and no one's disputing. Like all his family saw his dad fall and bl- shoot his head. I think it's interesting. Well, okay, fine, but, but there, the other none of this is there- factual, right? Do I what? mean, none of this is. We can't say any of this is fact. Why? Well, we can't because. Why? He died. Well, because of the whole conversation we just had about No, no, but I was people... talking about exaggeration, and a yeah. lot of those stories, there is questions, and there's a back and forth, but like some stuff we do just know happened. Yeah. God made <laughs> Earth. <laughs> like, yeah, like, you know, like there is a, a history to well, this also. E- either way, my point is like, I, I don't know. I think that that's, I think that that's a little crazy to say after this conversation we just had, because like... Where did that information come from? One guy I, I, talked I, to Johnny Ringo and but, he said but, that? Well, the fallacy with that kind of logic argument is you're saying like the lack of evidence is supporting some sort of evidence, but it's like there's really no reason to assume that at all. I'm not assuming it. I'm saying it's a possibility. Either yes, way... it is I a mean, possibility. The, my point, the whole thing is like this guy's life is his dad shot himself in the head and then his life ended with him shooting himself in the head. Either way, like... I don't know. That was all I was saying. It's just it's odd. It's, it's ominous. Just it's weird. Sad and crazy. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess you're right. I mean, I have absolutely no evidence that his dad was <laughs> depressed or something, and absolutely that kind of trauma will fuck you up, whether it was there before or not. But like, either way, uh, what a sad life. Yeah, uh, I think just seeing that with all of your family would be traumatizing enough, almost. You know, sure. Like, Jesus, fuck. Yeah. Now I got to be a man. It's like your bar mitzvah by way of head explosion. I also love that his dad was like, I got to get out of the wagon. I'm going to point the gun at my head while I jump out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they say he thought it was like bandits or something. He's like, what's going on? Like, yeah, right. You know, some Jesus excited fury. Jesus thing. Yeah. Um, so, Dave, that has been the history lesson for today. Dude, I like history. <laughs> Guys. Nice, nice, nice. nice. Uh, if you want more uh, content, uh, check out the Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com slash suicide buddies. Slash suicide buddies. Uh, we'd love to have you there also. We'd and, love to uh, have you there. If you want to check out Dave on tour, uh, go to Dave to the Ross. Dave to the Ross. Dot com. Dot com. <laughs> All right. That was a really fun fucking episode, man. Thanks. I had a lot of fun, man. Yeah, dude. Let's rewatch too. We'll see you next time. <laughs> Take care, guys. <laughs> Thanks for listening, folks. If you're actually actively thinking about suicide, we would hope that you would call 1-800-273-TALK. It's the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. They do incredible work, and they are better equipped to maybe deal with such a serious thing. Dave and I love you, and we want you back each and every episode. Thank you.